Hey there, everyone. We're here um, live via Skype with our buddy Mark Moore, uh, author of the book Ember, Birth of a Revolution. And uh, we're going to talk to him today um, about uh, about his book and about how he got into the whole writing game. And we're excited to have you. Welcome, Mark. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, man, we're glad you're here uh, early on a Sunday morning. So, um well, man, first of all, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, where are you from? What do you do? How'd you get into the uh, How'd you get into the writing game? What uh, What prompted that? What What prompted you to go down this crazy road? <laughs> well, um, so kind of grew up just having this idea that you know, as I was reading books and just kind of like not being satisfied with if it if it ends and why isn't there a sequel and. So I kind of started writing um, pretty young. I didn't actually go to the school for it. I went into school, um, college as a history major, got my master's in history. I, I couldn't yeah. tell by the book that you're in history at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's um, one of the things is just the connection between history and, and writing. Um, in history, you're basically talking about these narratives, and they're always very, very interesting and engaging if they're told the right way. Um, mm -hmm. so it actually, the funny thing is this, this book actually started out as historical fiction. Um, and then I found I felt a bit too restrained by that. So took it in a different direction. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, it, it, de I mean, it definitely has that feel if you, you change a few, uh, change a few places and dates and it would totally have that feel of, you know, was this the American revolution? You know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I kept yeah, I kept falling back into that. I kept on having to double check myself in several areas of the book about that. So it's like, wait a minute. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, so that's actually how it did start. Um, it was going to be a book about the American Revolution, um, and it's it's actually morphed into something much very different. Um, we had talked a little bit off air about this, but so Ember's been released. Uh, it's about 54,000 words. It was the whole idea was to get it as a, a short, uh, a short read, something you can, you can pick up, finish in a day or two days, something like that. Um, but I've decided I want to be a bit more ambitious than that and, uh, create a book that really has some, some meat to it. Um, so I'll be releasing a new version of this book, uh, hopefully here soon. That'll be about twice the length. And it really gets in, gets away from its its uh, original roots and delves into its own own narrative, its own story. Cool. Um, well, break it without uh, without trying to spoil anything, but uh, break it down for us just a little bit. Kind of give us the bird's eye view of the story. Who, what's what's going? On? I mean, we're we've kind of we're kind of kicking this around. Hey, it's this story about revolution, and but what's uh what's happening who are the who are the key players and um just kind of give us a give the folks at home a, a glimpse of, of what's going on in this world so that's actually always been one of the most difficult things is breaking it into this this kind of broad overview um and i, I struggled that with that when i was writing the synopsis um but basically what you have is it's this idea that there's this this uh country of richa and it's a colony of the largest empire uh, Brighton, and you know, it's the, kind of the same you know, things that you generally see with a colony. The the empire is using the colony for its own economic benefits, and it's been going on for a long time. Um, there had been a previous revolution that was just it just failed terribly. Um, one of the key players in this is uh, Victoria Montgomery, and she was the she was impacted by that that previous revolution. 
and she's now starting to try and take it over um, but hasn't really been able to build anything yet um, and that's where the title character comes in uh, Damien Flynn and he's a politician didn't want anything to do with the revolution was just you know steadily moving up the ranks and kind of gets uh, uh, thrust into the situation um, by some dirty, dirty political games that end up, um, well, as you see in the, the intro to the book, that put him in a very sticky situation. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, and, he's a bit of a reluctant player. Yes, yeah. And I think you, you, you see that through the book. Um, there's definitely a turning point uh, without giving too much away. <laughs> cool, yeah. I mean, the you know, we're obviously reading the first version, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, it's a, it's a good, it's a good fun read. I think it's doing the job that you wanted it to do. It's a good, it's a fun, it's a quick read. Um, you know, I've been, I can sit down and blow through a couple chapters pretty quick at a sitting and, and it's just, but it, it want, you want to keep going. So that's, I mean, to me, that's a mark of a good story. It's, I don't, I don't necessarily want to put it down. It's like, okay, I have to stop right now. Cause you know, I've got to go or, you know, it's time to sleep or whatever. But yeah. it, I mean, for me, it's been it's been fun. And, you know, each time I pick it up, I don't want to put it back down. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this expanded version is going to be like. Um, Chris, what do you got? I'm in the same boat. I, I really enjoy the story and how you've depicted the characters as far as like allowing the reader to kind of step in and add a little bit of flair to them themselves and it's really really an interesting read so i read it all the way through and like <laughs> somebody else and it's uh mm-hmm. yeah i really like the i don't know i guess the way it's well of course the way it ends up and you can definitely tell that you've de- delved into history quite a bit because i did have to kept, keep double checking myself <laughs> and reminding myself that it's a fictional world and everything so it was good i, I really enjoy it and i would highly recommend it to anybody so well so, thank you that i mean that's like probably the, the the biggest compliment that uh you can give so thank you i appreciate that yeah no problem certainly um talk about you you mentioned um i want to get into the just a few minutes just get into the process you talked a little bit about it was difficult you know giving the broad overview when you were writing writing the synopsis and, and putting it together and now you're going back and expanding it what's your do you have a did you find that you had a process in the beginning that you thought was going to work that you ran with or did you just was it kind of trial and error until you got to the stage where you felt like you were really rolling and and actually writing the book what was that what was that like I guess getting started and getting through the getting through the whole thing at least the first time so for me um, the process of writing this was kind of a, a series of rude awakenings um, I think that's the best way to put it because you go into it thinking oh I know I know what I'm doing I have this idea of how it's gonna go. Um, and then you, you kind of underestimate the, the work that's going to be put into it. Um, and so I started it and I was, I was actually applying for a, a creative writing program at the same time. And I was going to use my book as part of that, um, my application to that program. And, you know, I had a set of set 30 page limit, you know, of something and submit it that way. And so I, I wrote those 30 pages and I, I wasn't happy with it. Um, so I just kind of kept going. And so my process kind of became this, this, I like just write down everything I come up with in these spurts of an hour, two hours and kind of leave the, 
the editing and everything alone. Now the the rude awakening part was when you go back to that <laughs> and and you see what you wrote and you're like I can't believe I did this. This is terrible. Um, and so the, my whole process is kind of morphed into this thing where the writing part is actually the easy part. It's the editing part that becomes ah. the difficult one um, because it's what I've started to do is I'll write it all out and then go back. And that's actually what I'm currently doing right now with the new version. Um, I've added about uh, 40,000 words to it. And now I'm wow. going back and going through that, that 40,000 words. And this is kind of like a, a cursory look at everything. You know, does this fit? Find the 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 high high level mistakes, and there's always a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then then after that, you kind of I mean I I'm lucky lucky enough to have uh, Casey Reynolds. She's a she's a, a good friend of ours, and um, she's been helping me edit uh, the the original version, going back and going through it. Uh, we have it on Google Docs, and she's been just excellent in in throwing pointing out all these the grammatical mistakes, word usage, all that things, and helping me bring it together. Having it, having that help, that editor has been amazing. Cool, cool. Yeah, that that's I was that's actually a question I was going to ask. It's like, how are you passing this back and forth? But you're doing it via Google Docs. That's neat. Yeah. So it's not it's not perfect. Um, Google Docs actually struggles when you have a large document. Um, about the 50,000 word mark, it really starts to stutter. Um, but it's 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 really helpful to see uh, live time when they're editing, get updates on the edits and everything like that. That's Great. really cool. Yeah, definitely. So, do you have a a timeline for getting the expanded version out, or are you just taking it as it comes and when it's done, it's done? So I I, I always underestimate the time it's going to take. Um, but my my goal. Um, my original goal was actually by August to have this this uh, first review done on the book, and I'm about uh, 10,000 words or so shy of that at the moment. Um, so my my timeline is probably I want to get it out um, at least December, probably December okay. 2016. Nice, you know, nice release date, right? Yeah, that is exactly. a good release date. Yeah. 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 So everybody, yeah, I work at a bookstore, everybody. so yeah, that's perfect. So yeah. Yeah, update your Christmas list, everyone. <laughs> yep. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've like I said, I'll, I'll definitely have the, uh, the first version read by then. So probably have it. I hopefully have it finished this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. So, uh, Mark, I'm like right at the part. Without this, won't give anything away to anybody listening. But so I, we've just met Cromwell, and he's fixing to. Okay. Uh, he's fixing to. He's giving the order. Hey, pack the ship. Let's go. So. <laughs> uh, so you're you're right at where it actually it starts to get. Uh, a little real, but I gotta say that um, the ne- the the new version, mm-hmm. um, everything that it, it's it, everything's full speed. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So the, where the book, the current book ends and the new version begins, um, the first the, just to give a hint to it, the first time the first chapter is titled "Run." Um, oh wow! And so it just kind of it builds up from there. And my wife, my wife has read it, and the the feedback I got was that it's it's very brutal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was pretty brutal to begin with, so I can only imagine what's going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, so. I, draw, I did draw quite a bit of inspiration from uh, from Game of Thrones, so okay. yeah, Song I, of I, Ice and Fire and all that. Yeah, I had a, it. It had a little bit of that feel. Some of that. Some of it did. Okay, I was I was I was wondering <laughs> about that. But no, and that's a good thing. I mean, it's you, you did it. You did a good job with it. So yeah, um, I tried to to make it so that I mean, at least it were, there was some kind of reality to the characters as well. It wasn't you know all sunshine and rainbows. 
Right, right. Yeah, it felt like, I mean, it, it feels like you're, you're actually dealing with real people and not just, <laughs> not just caricatures or just two-dimensional characters. It feels like, you know, these are like real folks dealing with real stuff. So to speak. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that was that was the aim. Awesome. I think you hit that on the head. So uh, it might be a little bit early to ask this question, but what's next? Do you have anything else <laughs> in the works, or do, are you are you going to want to continue to tell the these stories in this world, or do you have ideas for something new, or you're just going to sit back and and take a rest from it? So definitely not a rest, um, because this is uh, definitely something that I really enjoy doing. It's it's the highlight of my day when I get to sit down on my laptop and start writing. Um, I do have some other ideas, some other stories that are completely different in my head. Um, but I don't feel like at the end of this, I have resolved it. Um, so I want to keep going uh, for at least another book after this cool. one in the same realm. Because um, I feel like there's a lot of room for expansion. And even that there's, uh, you know, I've created a map that has all the different countries in it. And I'm only touching on three of them in this. <laughs> and there's multiple countries and so there's there's lots of different room within this this uh, setting. Excellent. I look forward to seeing the, how this world expands and and getting to getting to play in it. So um, what? Uh, oh, I know what I wanted to ask. We talked about obviously the the book's out. This 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 first version of the book is out. Um, talk about the publishing process a little bit. So you're self published, correct? Yes, I am. Um, so I self published through Amazon, and the process was an interesting one. Um, Kind of, you, you learn a lot about what's needed and what's necessary um, as you go through the process. Just because it's it's very simple and easy to get the book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, the difficulty is always the the marketing um, and even things as, as that seem as, as quick and easy as you know cover um, a back page and, and things like that. It's there's a whole lot of extra work that goes into it. Uh, formatting, you know, you have there's a there's a Kindle version and there's a, a print version. The Kindle version, it's not going to look the same on every Kindle device, but you have to try and somehow make it work with the understanding that your indentions that you put in Microsoft Word are not <laughs> going to show up. Um, and it can cause like I've seen it the format on some different devices and it mm-hmm. sometimes looks a little skewed. And it's it's a, it's a whole different challenge uh, just trying to uh, deal with all these different media pieces, multimedia pieces that you're going to be uh, doing the book on and how it has to look one way in print, one way on a Kindle, one way on a, a Nook. Um, and it's just yeah. it's a different process. Interesting. Yeah, I had a similar issues when I was uh, getting my um, I had a first comic come out and I it was the first one. So all the printing process and all of that and like emails back and forth from the person that was printing my stuff and everything. And it's like, oh, yeah, I guess that page is just a little bit different. And going back and forth with all that, that was just that is an eye opener as far as that goes. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those. It's, that's one of the things when you're you're going through the, the self-publishing process, you and more again back to the, the reawakenings, there are all these different things that you don't really take into account when you start. Um, and then you're, as you're going through it, you just kind of have to learn as you go. And formatting was one of those things. I kept waiting for those magical little elves to show up and just do everything for me, but they never did. <laughs> I don't understand. See, they're there, but they charge $500 for a format. I think you're right. And it's $500 in like Thin Mints. So oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's harder to get. Yeah, I can imagine that's a difficult currency to work in. <laughs> Especially for you guys down there in Texas. I mean, the heat, man, it's like like 
when they all stick together, I think that's actually just one thin mint. So uh, you got to start over again. That's when you got to be strict and do it by weight and not by uh, individual thin mints. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, you're talking. (laughs) There's always a loophole. (laughs) Smart thinking. (laughs) Well, sir, man, we really appreciate you coming on and thanks for... Thanks for uh, making yourself available, and you know we really did. You know, I know Chris enjoyed the book. I'm still enjoying it. If folks want to find it, I mean, they can just hit Amazon, do a title search, or do an author search, and the, you'll pop up. So the, the easiest way that I've found is just uh, to type in in the, the search bar Ember E M B E R, and then Mark Moore, because there are there's there's multiple Mark Moores and there's multiple gotcha. books uh, titled Ember. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. If folks want to find you, you're doing any, uh, are you going to do any kind of social media push when you're getting ready for the, to release the new book or where can, is there someplace folks can go to find out about it? Or are you just going to kind of play it by ear or what? So I do have a, a Twitter. It's, um, at Redbeard Flynn and Flynn is spelled F L Y N N. And so I'm trying to keep up with that. I have to admit that I'm not the best with Twitter. Um, but I've been trying to keep a uh, pretty regular updates on there. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. So folks can go there and keep keep track of what's happening so everybody go follow go follow that twitter account and keep your eyes open and like i said update your christmas list y'all this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to the expanded read now well chris <laughs> oh, did you have I anything just, else no i just i enjoyed the book very much and i wish you well and hopefully uh well i will be picking up the the next version so and hopefully everybody else that's listening will too so that's the way we should do things right that's right so um, I did want to thank y'all very much. Uh, one of the, the, the greatest challenges when you self-publish is trying to get um, exposure. Uh, it's, it's probably, it's, hard, it's more difficult than writing the book itself. <laughs> um, and it's, it's something that y'all are doing a great thing here uh, by just bringing on anyone who's working on anything independent. Um, my editor, Casey Reynolds, she's, She's been been awesome, and and she's working on uh, a tremendous, awesome thing on um, a travel guides where she's going in and giving these travel itineraries based on your needs and desires, and it's it's her own uh, baby called Nothing to It Travel, um, and she's another independent uh, person trying to to get the word out for her things, and it's oh very cool. It's it's a, it's a great help, uh, and it's it's very 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 much appreciated. Cool. Yeah, you always got to help those people who are helping you because yeah. they don't like Thin Mints as much as you think they do. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of how this whole that's kind of how this whole thing works is, you know, folks helping everybody, you know, helping each other out. So, man, we're glad we could do it. Uh, glad we could have you on and and uh, wish you nothing but the best going forward and looking forward to uh, what you've got coming out in the future. I appreciate it. Thank you.